Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all of the apps that people listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for hosting, recording, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now while reading you this ad. With my team being all over the country, Anchor allows us to sound like we're all in the same room. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Remember, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. It's Thursday and welcome to another episode of Naturally Unbothered. I am here with a full cast of folks. Say hi, folks. Hey, folks. Hi, this is Lisa. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, the most incredible. Uh, but y'all know what. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Ju, Ju. And my sister Ebony is on the call. Hey, y'all. All right. So I have a couple announcements. Well, I have one announcement and a half. So we have been picked up by Stitcher. Yay. Nice. So now we are on six different podcast networks. So, congratulations, team. Congratulations. Congratulations. Good job. Yes, yes, yes. Way to go. And the half of announcement is we got a invite to submit the podcast to Apple. Yes. Wow. That's I'm saying I opened up the sponsorship on the account and and also so they asked for it so they're reviewing it so hopefully they like us and they pick us up and then we can start making some money So today, y'all, we're going to do a shame, shame, shame worthy topic. And it is about, first of all, it's kind of two people that need to be shamed. But there's one person in particular in the story that we're going to shame the worst. So it's going to be a double shaming, but one person is going to get it the worst. So there was a news story that came out a couple weeks ago about a nanny who slept with the boy she was nannying. He was 11 and became pregnant by him. 
molester. Totally. And um, she received 20 years in prison. Thank you, Jesus. Um, But, you know, not only are we shaming her, but the newscaster called her. You know what? We're just going to let you hear it. After the Nasty Trick of the Year Award goes to Maris Maury. Who is that peasant, you ask? She's a 28-year-old horny-ass nanny who got pregnant after having sex with, get this, an 11-year-old boy. Who does that? And to add insult to injury, she was a damn child's nanny. Well, here's the good news. Her sorry ass is headed to prison for 20 years. They should just throw away the key. So what are y'all thoughts? What do y'all think about this? I believe the 20 years she got probably isn't long enough. And then she's pregnant, right? They they have a child. She had a a child with this child. Yep. That's craziness. The newscaster is brilliant because I would have said all those same things he said. (laughs) He's not, he doesn't, he shouldn't take any fault. He shouldn't get suspended. He should, I would have said so much worse. It should have been on cable television. For all the shit that I would need it to say. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, it, it, you know, I consider what the lady did to be SES. SES? What does that mean, Julie? Right. Here he goes. Well, we know. Shit ass we know. We know SNS means standard nigga shit. <laughs> SES standard cracker shit. That's standard cracker shit. That is standard cracker shit. I'm sorry, that's just what it is. Uh as far as the newscaster, I mean, you know, hey, I mean, uh what can I say? I mean he was he was very accurate uh, in his assessment. Um <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. How is that standard cracker shit, so you say? Uh, is it not standard cracker shit to sleep with the child and get pregnant by the child? I mean, we have a story here. We have something going on here in Charlotte, North Carolina right now, uh, where a woman uh, actually, to be honest with you, she got caught up in a, uh, she killed her husband and killed herself. Because she got caught up in a love triangle with a child. We had another situation here where the, this woman was a teacher and she, well, this happened in, I believe, Shelby, North Carolina, where this woman uh, got into, again, another love triangle with a fucking special needs child and left her husband, told her husband she was out of here. She had fell in love with the special needs child. Oh, so, yeah, that's mm-hmm. standard cracker shit. Okay. All right, Lisa. Lisa, your thoughts on the original subject, not Julian's wonderful acronym. <laughs> Thank you, Julian. I I think it's a sad situation. You, but of course, you know it's been going on for ages. Adults with children through the out the history. But in modern day times, that it's unacceptable and we have set barriers, you know, as far as age limitations, wherein adult 
you're you're categorized as an adult and you're categorized as a child. Her situation, she should know better. But then again, some people don't care. Yep. So shame on her, double shame on her, and then a little bit of shame on him the way he just put her out like that. Like, I know, I'm sure he lost his job over calling her the trick of the week. That's the problem. People aren't calling people out the way they need to be called out. Exactly what they are. That is a molester. She is a gank asshole as person who would do that to a child and everything he called her is exactly what she deserved to be called and frankly that you know i'm he takes he shouldn't be blamed what, what are you talking about what you say what's the verb that you use no yeah that's standard yeah. i'm sorry that's that's, that's yeah. exactly what that is that's and I, i'm in agreement with that so yeah to be on the cast today we're going to play a game <laughs> called controversy and this Ooh, game like is designed to ignite a debate whether or not you are for some shit or you are against the shit okay okay so it's gonna go from it's gonna go from like like society like social and cultural to like sex relationships and parenting those are the four categories and we're gonna hit something off of each one of them please debate it say how you feel about it if you for it you for it if you're not you're not y'all ready all right let's, let's get go. into it we're gonna start with something that's a little lighter we're gonna start with parenting since we're all parents on this podcast we're gonna start with some parenting eat they ass we're not talking about spanking but we are talking about smoking and drinking with your children is it appropriate or inappropriate let's go how old are the children yeah that's what I I say how old are the children let's start with teenagers let's say 16 No. no No smoke, no drink. No smoke, no drink. Julian? No. I'm not. I, I, I'm. I'm not gonna smoke or drink with with my my goddamn my goddamn child. I am not their equal. And I'm not their friend. That's just well, not what I do. You know. So, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. That's just me. Yeah. I'm a horrible parent because I will drink with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they okay, get the, so, they, all my kids have gotten their first drink from me because I'd rather for them to do it in my house, around me, and not out in the public with people who they don't know what's giving them shit. 
know, I didn't start drinking with the children until they became adults. And so, I, drink, I don't smoke, but I would drink their ass up under the table now because they're all adults. Yeah, I don't so. smoke with them. I've never smoked with any of the children. But I have given them all liquor under the age of 21. Every single last one of them. All of them. Every single last one of them. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if I've had a drink with JJ. Uh, Jayana doesn't drink like that, so probably not. She only will okay, take a good. sip, and that's uh-huh. she doesn't like. She doesn't like. Okay. Liquor. All right, good. So, I'm like, did I? Okay, good. No. No, my answer's no. Okay, Lisa. Um, you know, all parents are different. Children are different too. Um, because some children mature uh, earlier than other children, and. Some children experiment earlier than other children do. Now, I, of course, you know I'm the nerd in the group. So I've never drunk or smoked with my children. Um, but I, I guess I, I, I want to say that I'm neutral. Because, like I stated earlier, it just depends on the kids. It depends on the parents. All right, let's move on to some relationship shit. Oh, Lord. All right. Men forgiveness versus women forgiveness. If y'all don't understand it, what I mean is why is it easier for women to forgive men for the bullshit that they do, but... Not for the men to forgive the women for the bullshit that they do. Because men are just some bitches. Ooh. Yeah, petty. That's a good word. Uh, first of all, wait a minute. As the, as, hold up. Wait a minute. Because see, we, we, we fucking up already. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We, we fucking Don't be up sensitive. Already. Don't be sensitive. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Easier for women to forgive, in my opinion, because it's in your nature. You should forgive. Women are forgiving creatures. Men, we don't do. That's right. We men, we ain't got time for that shit. Once you done done some foul shit, we out. Fuck out of here. We out. But do we really be forgiving though? But do we really be forgiving? Because we say we forgive, but we'll bring that shit up again and again. And again okay, and again. Well, and remind you of your mistake. So, so some women will. Some women will. Some women. I'm not one of those women, but there are women who I'm I'm probably more like the man side of it. I'm out. There's no yeah, that's me. So I'm a forgiving ass bitch. I'll forgive a motherfucker a thousand times. But you said in relationships. I know, but so, I, that's because I'm always trying to see the best in people. That's why I be getting fucked over. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know what? But, but you know, <laughs> well, it's not. I don't, you I don't know what? You, I think it's them. It's not you. It's them. I think we forgive too because we do want to give people an opportunity to do better. Right. 
to redeem themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. They redeemed themselves. Okay, but wait a minute. Hold up. Now, why is it, why is it that it's always someone else's fault? Have any, has anybody ever done any type of self-evaluation, self-inventory and said, hey, how come I've dated these five guys and for whatever reason, these five guys found a reason to fuck over me or shit on me or do something wrong to me? What is it about me that says it's okay for them to do so? I, Ooh, wait, I, know, I, the answer. So. I know the answer. Oh, I know ahead. the answer. Because y'all always be fucking up. That's why. <laughs> for the most part, it's all, it's uh-uh. most of the time, it is the man that messes up. Mm-hmm. My grandmama told me everybody ain't lying on you. Everybody, <laughs> ain't, all, ain't everybody else fault but your goddamn something. You got to take some of that, you know. Now, if the same speaking, thing is happening, if the same thing is happening every time in the relationship, you might need to take a step back and look at yourself to kind of figure out about the people you're choosing to be in relationships with. Because right. there might be something about you that right. is drawing those type of people to you. Exactly. Well, I have been in plenty. I have been in many relationships, and all of the relationships, that all the same things has happened in the relationship. Every time one ends, I try to do a self reflection thing and try to figure out what it is. I don't know what the fuck it is that everybody that I, makes me the the best and greatest person to cheat on. I do everything. I don't say no to sex. Like, never. I never say no to sex. I do any and everything. I cook clean. I take care of the house. I take care. I do everything. So, I have no fucking clue. I mean... Stop doing all that shit. I have no yeah, fucking you're clue. Doing too much. Yeah, you're doing too much. You just make a nigga, make a nigga learn something. Don't just give a nigga all that shit up front. I no, mean, you know, just... But you are giving them the opportunity to earn. Sometimes it's just, I, I, I don't know what it is when when uh, a male or a female looks at the opposite sex in order to say, this is somebody that I'm interested in. I mean, we, we attracted to people sexually, physically, but we don't really know the underlining of that shell until we start becoming involved with that person. But there is something in us that triggers the same person over and over again. And it's like after you you become involved with that person, it's like you feel like it's deja vu all over again. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's because you're not getting out of the scene. That's because you are dating within your comfort zone. No, and your I, I'm going to disagree with that. I'm going to... No, it's, uh-uh. well, I, well, I'm going to disagree well, with but that. But see, you haven't even allowed me to make my point. How could you mm-hmm. agree with, disagree with... I I'm even disagreeing with your I first said. statement because your first statement... I'm going to disagree with that. Because, so because that of my first... Listen for a second. For, because of my first situation, I dated completely opposite for, uh, with the second situation. And they still ended up being the same fucking situation. Ebony, you my witness. Two different people. Yeah, they yeah. Same that was scenario. True. Night and same. day. Yeah, they they yeah, they're wow. definitely night and day. All of them, to be honest. Yeah, I try every time. Okay. I'm telling y'all, I do I'll a self reflection, and I'm like, I'm gonna go date somebody that ain't got shit to do with none of these other people. And I still get the same <laughs> bullshit. What did it's you know what? about you? It I, is. I agree. I agree. Because it's not 
are Danny, it's not their fault. They are being who they are. <laughs> it is your decision making that's the problem. It, you might be right, Julian. So, yeah, it's some, some trait that's connecting you to them for yeah. whatever reason it, it, it is. It's those critical decision making skills that you have to work on. <laughs> You know, remember they taught you that shit in third grade? Well, you didn't catch it, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you have to work on your critical decision-making skill. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, because I, I have to do the same thing, you know? I mean, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you, you, you jump from person to person. And, uh, you know, you keep finding yourself in the... You know, you have to get off that hamster wheel that you find yourself on, you know? All right, fair enough. All right, let's continue on to the next topic. It's going to be a social cultural topic. We're going to go sex last because sex has something to do with our today's topic. So we're going to do sex last. So now this one is going to spark up a lot of shit. So I'm just going to I'm just going to say it. The opioid crisis versus the crack epidemic. <clears throat> I'm gonna go last because you know y'all y'all know I'm you know I like, ain't no telling what I'm gonna say so you know I'm gonna yeah. last. <laughs> the crack ass. Y'all know crack I y'all know I ain't over y'all know my mouth is not wired for TV so I'm gonna let y'all. <laughs> so my thoughts on this because of the first of all the just the terms that are used opioid crisis, mm-hmm. crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. So just the way, the wording Mm -hmm. of how both of them are stated and used in today's society is already a problem. Like like when crack flooded everywhere, white people was like, oh, that's an urban problem. It ain't our problem. Now that the opioid... Go ahead. Lock them up. Right. Now that the opioid crisis is plaguing everything, there is funding, there are treatment programs, there are everything. But when crack was on the scene, it was like, hey, I hope they get better. <laughs> Shit, they was locking people up. That's receptive. Just say no to drugs. That's that strike three shit. I'm I'm gonna have to be honest with you. I don't give a fuck about the opioid system. That opioid epidemic crisis. crisis. I don't give a shit because when my mama was turned out on drugs and all that bullshit, they didn't give a fuck about her. But they want me to give a fuck about these suburban 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 kids and all these white collar ass people who get these prescriptions from their doctors and all that. Fuck that. I don't care. That's my opinion on it. Lisa? <laughs> I'm going to let Julian <laughs> You going to let Julian go? You going to follow Julian? Yeah. You know Ju- you are, Lisa, you already know Julian about to be on this topic for like 20 minutes. <laughs> no. Ju- Julian has control tonight. Haven't you noticed? Okay. Let's go then, Julian. Let's go. Let's hit it. So well, let me preface my comment by saying this. I am not a racist, okay? <laughs> that means you have to say some racist I am not a racist, okay? <laughs> I do not dislike white 
people. I hope okay? not, because there's a bunch of them on I, this podcast. Right, right. But <laughs> let me, let me, again, let me, let me clarify what I am saying. These, these comments are, you know, Julian's opinion and Julian's opinions only. Okay. All right. Thanks for I the am not a racist. Okay. <laughs> I do not dislike white people, but I do dislike. I do hate. I do have a problem with white supremacy. Mm-hmm. What I mean when I say that is when I'm talking about disliking someone based upon the color of their skin, that's corn and that's ignorant and that's stupid. Mm-hmm. When I'm talking about white supremacy, I'm talking about something systemic. You know, we're talking about the three strikes law, the crack laws that were applied in the eighties and mm-hmm. you know, this this the like you like we're talking about right now, the wording. When it affected black people, it was the crack epidemic. Now that it's affecting white people, it's the opioid crisis. You know, so they, white supremacy has, they have a way of picking and choosing their words and wording carefully to suit them and their needs. You see what I'm saying? Just like, yes. Yeah, you know, they, they dress it up. That's, that's the power of white privilege, white supremacy. Um, I agree with Ebony. I don't really personally give a fuck about uh, people uh, overdosing on. I don't give a fuck about people doing the Lord's work and overdosing on open um, pills. Uh, that's their business, you know, because that's the same energy, that's the same attitude that they had when our family members were suffering during the crack era. There was no, Nancy Reagan just went on TV and said, just say no, as if it was so easy. You know what I'm saying? Can't get, you know, black people can't get a job. They can't get adequate housing. They're going through all of these things, still feeling the effects of slavery, still feeling the effects of Jim Crow, still feeling the effects of redlining and all of these things that have affected black people. So their only recourse to that, unfortunately, uh, poor, the vast majority of poor black people uh, turned to drugs. And Nancy Reagan said, just say no. So I'm going to take Nancy Reagan's position. Just say no. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Amen. I'm, I'm proud of you, Julia. That was a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I was proud of you. All right, let's go, Lisa. All right, let's go, Lisa. My, my thing is, um, I dressed up a lot because basically if you put one in one hand and other one, the other in the other hand and weigh it, they're both the same. They're epidemics. That is mm-hmm. correct. They're wasted lives. They're lost lives. And wherein they, just like you all said earlier, um, they didn't really pay attention or they didn't care when black people were um, abusing polysubstance. Um, And now that it has become a Caucasian uh, scenario, we have all of these 
centers that they go to. And that's a whole different story in itself because these people are setting up these centers and then they're abusing the Medicaid and the health coverage that comes along with um, the problem. But I, 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 I feel bad for both Caucasian African Americans. I, I, I do have to, to um, go against what you said, Julian, about um, just let them just overdose. I, I, I don't believe that on either end it should be that way. Unfortunately, our system is still, even though black people have come a long ways, they still have a long, long ways to go. We still just have a dressed up version of slavery now. (laughs) Amen. I'm sorry, but that is the truth. It is. Yep. It is true. And it's it's not just, and it's not even just um, black people that are right it's 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 anybody who is unwealthy pretty much (laughs) pretty much so the color lines are not very blurred although some people are higher than others but it is a now that's that's an epidemic (laughs) that's that's an epidemic as well so yeah all right everybody y'all did good i'm proud i'm proud of y'all on that one now let's talk about some sex. Y'all know that's my favorite topic. <laughs> All right. So is taboo sex now extinct? Yes. Is taboo sex now extinct? What do you mean? Uh, you have to elaborate now. All right. So so you know back in the day a lot of things were taboo you didn't discuss them it was just not out in the forefront but now that we're in a society where everything is like in your face social media there's like porn sites everywhere yeah songs everything it's i mean nothing is really taboo anymore so is there anything sexual that's considered taboo or is it just taboo is just extinct I don't okay. think that is extinct yet, Shari. And I'm sorry, baby. I, um, because I just had a conversation with somebody earlier today. And I was sharing with them, um, they're in a new relationship. And they, um, shared with me that the individual had, they had a, a discussion about what did they do and what did they not do when it came to sex. One person is a little bit more traditional, and the other person is a little bit more modern. Mm -hmm. But the person that I was having the conversation with, I explained to them that even though when we were growing up, you know, the generations ahead of us told us a lot of things not to do, um, we're in a time now where be open and know your boundaries. And if you if you're comfortable with it, then feel free because ultimately it's just you and your partner that's trying to please one another. Right. But you got to know your boundaries. 
but my thing is too is that even though traditionally you may say in your mind I'm never gonna do that try it at least one time if you like it continue if you don't <laughs> the hell with it all right but I, I, that's how I feel about it I agree I'm gonna piggyback off that um, a bit because I remember just being in high school and just hearing before, just hearing about people that were um, giving head and stuff. It was like, oh, she's a hoe. And I was like, Ugh. right, and exactly. You know, it was nasty. Like I was, but now if you don't do it, it's like, what you mean? What you mean you're not giving head? Like so, those type of things. I mean, I don't, I don't think those things are taboo anymore, and even like um anal sex or using toys and it's like i i think some people just aren't as experienced as experienced as others and so they might be just a little bit afraid to get out of their what they feel to be their comfort, comfort zone. zone but mm-hmm. once they get a little twitch for the itch or whatever i think they'll snap out of that and then I don't think anything is taboo. I I think it is extinct. I think that everybody is experimenting with so many things that, I mean, there's no surprise about anything. Like I, someone asked me to peg them and I was like, excuse me, like a guy, like you want me to peg you. I was very, very like, and because I'm a Scorpio and I'm a freak, I was like, oh shit. But then I was like, damn, like really, for real? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Okay. Did, 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 sorry. Did, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just got to ask this question. I got to ask Julia before you chime in. Sorry. Yes. So, okay, when he asked you to do that, Mm-hmm. Did you think that he was bisexual or is it just a pleasure that he enjoys with females? Because I know this person and I know them very well. I know that this person is not gay. So, and I do know it is something that he experienced that he enjoys and he doesn't and he was very clear and very particular that he did not want to be pegged with a dildo he wants to be pegged with an actual peg so the actual one that's just for the g-spot penetrator that's it so and that was gonna be my next question yes, i was gonna ask he, you so he made you already it very clear it. that there would be no penis entry type of situation with, through like dildo or nothing like that so Julian what's your question uh, you know I don't know if I have a question oh, um, I think you? mine is, is more so a, an opinion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let me just say this uh, and I you know I'm going to be as very as candid and uh, as honest as I possibly can with you, with you all, everyone here on this phone. This is my personal opinion. You know, anytime a guy tells a girl he wants her to in 
enter into his anus with a pegger or a dildo or anything, and then he says he's not gay. Look, sir, just come on out with it, okay? Just, I mean, because I consider myself, I love women with a passion. I mean, oh my God, I cannot. I'm always talking to women. I'm always around women all the time. I'm always just, I just love women. I think women are just so dope and sexy and just, oh my God, I can't get enough of them, even though I ain't paying for shit. But anyway, point I'm trying to make is I've never been with a woman and thought to myself, hmm, I would like for her to milk my prostate. Never thought of that. Never, never. I mean, that. I mean, it, sir. Come on with that. Come on out with it, sir. Okay. Get off that boy's lap. <laughs> I, I, I completely, I completely disagree with you. I don't believe. I know. I don't know. I know. Don't think he's gay at all. Like, period. <laughs> Like when that's, this is a this is the thing Sir, about this is the thing about sex not being taboo anymore is that people are experiencing new things and right. they are enjoying those things and it just so happened that he experienced that with the person that he's been with with, with a lot of years. And he enjoyed it. Because you see what happens? You see what happens? Right there. What happens? That's, 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 You'll be somewhere when when the when the lights are dim and the lights go out. You'll be sitting on someone's lap. I'm just that's just my opinion. I'm sorry. But I told you that he specifically said what he did not want. Have you ever seen a pegger, Julian? No, no ma'am. I don't. I don't. I don't. It is, I don't, it is I mean, probably. I, listen, listen for a second. It is probably. You ain't never had no thumb in your booty. It is, you ain't never had no thumb in your booty. No, ma'am, I have it. I, I'm just being honest. I, I, that's the only thing I've had near my anus is the tissue. Okay, that's that's. I am soaked when I'm when I'm soaking. I'm so fresh. So you haven't had I, your prostate I, checked? No, ma'am, I have it. I I have it. I have it. I I, I just. I mean, you know, well, then you know what? We're gonna I'm... defer. We're gonna defer this conversation until you have your first <laughs> prostate exam when the doctor inserts their finger and they touch your prostate. And then I want you to yeah. be honest and tell me how that felt okay. when they did it. So okay. we're going to defer you okay. on calling someone gay because I'm just going to tell you that I've had You're this. Con- after this happened, after this conversation happened with this guy, I asked several of my, I asked three of my uh, male friends about it. And they all told me that although they were uncomfortable with the first time they had their prostate exam, they did get some gratification in it, and they felt gay as shit. 
because they liked it. Because they liked it, and they don't want to admit that they liked it. They can't ask anybody to do it to them. They because everybody is gonna say that they're gay. But it was just it's because that's where your G spot is. That's your arousal point. That's the highest arousal point that you have in your body, and you've never experienced it. So therefore, you don't know no better. That's right. That's right. I, I do not dis- disagree with what you're saying now. And, and trust me, I, I, I hear where you're coming from. But again, I, me personally, I have never had any uh, thing in my uh, ass area uh, or anything like that. You know, I, again, I don't knock people for what they do in their private time behind closed doors. That's their business. I just choose not to subscribe to that form of tribalism. I'm just not into that. You know, you know, so I'll just trying new things. No, man, I'm not. not that. That's what I was getting ready to say. It's just no, trying new things and no, that part of the relationship fresh. Yeah, I'm good on that. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, we, we ain't got to spice up the relationship in that area. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, I don't need that. Have you ever had your salad tossed? No, ma'am, I have. Well, wait a minute. I shall not tell a lie. When I was 18 years old, I dated this girl. She was 30. And she used to stick her tongue in my ass. Now, man, oh, my God. But did you see how really weird, but it felt so good. I ain't gonna lie, that's it. Okay, so we are making progress. That's progress, Julian. That's progress. Oh, my God. That felt awesome. Oh, my God. I'm having a flashback. gay correct yeah okay so the same gentleman that asked me to peg him he's just he he's just like you he loved women he used to be the biggest hoe on the planet until he got married and now he hoeing for her but you know they he but they did ask me to do this so did you do it, Sorry? Did you I did not. I did her? not. I did not do that. I didn't do it. <laughs> I haven't done it. <laughs> you know the the. And why situ- didn't you do it? Why, because why didn't you I'm do not, it, Sorry? I'm not in the same location as them, and I just don't know if I want to do it. I mean, like I said, the freaking me wants to do it, but then the other part of me, I don't know. What if I like this and now I want to peg every fucking man that I'm with? You know what I'm saying? So it's just. <laughs> to do it to every dude like come on you like it i promise you the last person i did it to that like it so you know what i'm saying i be the one to peg everybody so that's why i'm saying this might be a can of worms that i don't want to personally open because then whomever i'm with i might be trying to turn them out you know what would be really fucked up is if you hit the dude from the back right and you start yelling come on out with it honey talking about the um 
Angela Yee's lip service, the interview that she did with Tank. Did everyone hear the interview? Yes. All right. So for those of you, for those of you that didn't hear it, we're going to play it now. The dick once, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Let me try it again. Let me try it Mm -hmm. again. And then he says, you know what? It's not for me. Don't like the taste. You see what I'm saying? Don't so, like the taste. We're not talking about chicken. We talking about <laughs> right. dicking. Dick in his jaw. Dick in his jaw. How you made a bar out of chicken and dick? Because she's an artist at heart. Natural. Comes next. Um, but it doesn't mean he's gay. It means he sucked dick twice. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> What do we think about what Tank said? If you suck a dick twice, it don't make you gay. What do y'all think? Oh, no, Tank. Come on out with it, honey. (laughs) (laughs) When the lights lights go out, a mouth is just a mouth, honey. Come on out with it, honey. (laughs) Nah, man, you know what? Let me me just say, as a a heterosexual male, man, um, I think that that was some bullshit, but I did hear him uh, attempt to clean up what he was saying. Okay, we're not going to talk about no the cleanup now. We can't talk about the cleanup. I know, I know, I know, but just, I'm just saying, but based off of what I heard him say, I, you know, listen, um, I'm sorry if a guy puts his lips anywhere near the vicinity of a cock. Um, <laughs> sir, you are, in fact, gay. So, listen, so this, is, this is my thoughts on the situation. How come when two girls kiss or two girls have a little escapade and, uh-huh. and then they determine that they're not lesbians, they just had a little escapade, it's nothing. How come that's not the same thing for men? How come that he can't suck a dick once and be like, mm, I don't know if I like it. Let me try one more time. And then be like, oh, hell no, this really ain't for me. Like, I don't understand. Why is it okay for women to eat a coochie once You have twice? to try some twice. You have to try some twice to know whether or not you like it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same with food. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know. The first time you eat it, you didn't like it, but somebody else made it the next time. And, it, you know, you try it again and you can make a determination whether you really like it or not. How many times? How, and how many times you had to try anal sex before you was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Once. Okay. <laughs> Prove it. Look. Right. I'm in complete agreement. <laughs> if you had a dick in your mouth, you are gay. Yeah. The man. Come on. And period. Yeah. You gay. But I think period. that I didn't gay like anal or sex. Are you bisexual? Because if you feel like women, you are bisexual. You, you, you like, you like, you like meat and stuff, honey. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, look, why won't y'all, why won't y'all date a man? So, wait a minute. Y'all sister's on the phone right now. So, you, and you know what? You right, Shari. And I think I've asked you this question before, but I'm going to ask it again. Okay. So, y'all cool. So, okay. You're right. Two females. A dude meets a female. I ask women all the time. Have you ever been with a woman? Some of them say yes. Some of them say no. And you know what? It's all good. I don't care. But if a guy came up to you and he was fine and he was all that, you say, you know, I used to fuck guys. You know what I'm saying? Is that cool with you? I told you before. Absolutely not. I told you before. Before I became a little more liberated, 
I will be like, hell fucking no. But now, if he like, if he tried it out and he was like, eh, but I don't really like it, I probably would still hang out with him. I wouldn't probably be having unprotected sex with him. We have to do some testing and shit. But I told you before, I probably would. Oh, this is a complete one. Wait a minute, this is a complete opposite, Lisa. It is not the complete opposite. No, it's not.
Well, let me again, or getting let me pegged say, or getting pegged. Let, let me say this again. This happened to me by a thirty-year-old woman when I was eighteen. Okay, because she was breaking you in. Right now, you would like that too. Now I'm 36 years old. Let me just say. So you won't let nobody lick your ass right now. No, I'm not in. I'm not into that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not into that. You throwing them legs back. No the, way, the way you're no, describing no, this no, shit no, and the way you just said the way you just said that shit make you tingle in your butt when you were just talking about it right now. You won't let somebody lick your ass right now. I don't care what you say. I'm, I'm swiggled in my chair, honey. I said I said I'm swiggled. <laughs> you gonna let somebody lick your ass, and that's all I got to say about that. traditional extra elaborate just carrying on of one topic right. he does this he just he just t- gives a dissertation on everything I told you I wanted to go live I'm just saying so, just don't call you squirmy squirmy right. yeah funny <laughs> anyway so thank you <laughs> so thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for being guests on the show. As always, until next time, everybody. Peace Toodles. out. Bye. Bye. We hope you like this week's episode of Naturally Unbothered. And if you want to listen to any of our past shows or future shows, you can now listen on Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker and Google Podcast. If you want to leave us a message or a comment, or if you have a great show topic you'd like for us to discuss, you can send those to naturallyunbothered at gmail.com or naturallyunbothered the number two at gmail.com. And we'll be glad to hear what anything that you guys have to say. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. So, Until next time.
We hope you enjoyed the show.